What is happening, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of Ryan Out Loud. It is I, your host, your favorite host, Ryan Lewis here. And uh, I hope everyone is well. I hope you're protecting your magic, trying to stay positive, stay focused on whatever you're working on. Um, thank you to... Sydney Davis, who was on this ep- on the last episode or two episodes ago of Ryan Out Loud, because um, we've had and also shout out to Mendino Green. But I want to go back to the artist talk episode. Um, the actual event was um, Sunday, July seventeenth, and it was my first event hosting. Actually, my second. I hosted a Raise Your Voice event last summer, but this is like really me coming into my own, um, being brought in as a host um, because of Ryan Out Loud, and it was at the Carnegie Museum of Arts, y'all. Artist Talk was just, the Artist Talk 3 was such a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful moment, um, Everybody that performed or, you know, presented their artwork, their fashion, their music. It was beautiful to be a part of. I am hoping and manifesting that that opens so many more doors. Um, I got a lot of good feedback from me hosting, which I was actually absolutely nervous about. Um, but shout out to Naheen, uh, Super NXC, True True T Pittsburgh. He he killed it. I don't know what I would have done without him. He is the professional of hosting. So it was a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful event. I am grateful. Yeah. Um my heart is full. <clears throat> um that to have that moment and to share with a lot of creatives that I just find absolutely beautiful, stunning, and unique. And just so talented, so fucking talented. And my goal is to have each guest on Ryan Out Loud in the next few months. I'm gonna roll out some episodes and have them on, or maybe do like a artist talk roundup panel situation with everybody. That would be dope. I don't know. Figure that out. But fast forward. Also, shout out to Medino Green. Support him. Stream his latest single, Clap. I love Mendino. He he will be back on Ryan Out Loud um, when his project drops. So stay tuned for that. And also, moving forward, I'm not going to hold y'all long. The next two voices, well, we say this. In addition to mine, you will hear Andre Brown. He's the president of the Pittsburgh Black Pride Association. And... It's Black Pride Week here in Pittsburgh this coming week, starting Thursday, July, what, 20, 28th into the 30th. And it's going to be dope. Maya, Grammy Award winner Maya is performing. My friend Amir White is opening for Maya. There's uh, so much going on. I'm not going to hold y'all any longer after the music hits. Ladies and gentlemen, Andre Brown of the president of Pittsburgh Black Pride.
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Ryan Out Loud. It is your favorite host again here, Ryan Lewis, and we are here with we are here with the organizer of Pittsburgh Black Pride Week. Well, organ the organization, correct? Am I correct? Introduce yourself for me, Andre. Yeah, so my name is Andre Brown, and I am the president of Pittsburgh Black Pride. Okay, thank you, Andre. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy, busy, busy day you have next week here in Pittsburgh. We, um, let's see, the dates are July 28th to the 30th, correct? Yes, that's correct. That is the, it will be the 27th. It is. Pittsburgh Black Pride event. How does that, like 27 years, like that is, that's amazing. How does that feel? How did, just talk us through how it came about you know, the inspiration really quick, just talk to us. Yeah, sure. So it is very exciting. Let me just say that. So um, Pittsburgh Black Pride has been around since 1995 and really sort of kind of grew organically out of a group of party promoters and, and folks in the Black LGBT community across Pittsburgh who were sort of doing their own thing and decided to come together to do um, something more unified in terms of a pride celebration and social programming um, and health and, and sort of civic awareness as well. And so that's sort of how it, it came to be. Um, and over the years, it's been run by, a, you know, different folks and had different sort of um, focuses, but overall it's always been about um, empowering Black LGBT folks who live in, in Pittsburgh and Southwestern Pennsylvania, really um, centering our lives and our work and our greatness um, in Pride celebrations. Um, and so that's essentially how it's come to be and and you know we've continued to sort of thrive um it is the oldest um, pride celebration in southwestern pennsylvania wow and then also one of the oldest black pride um, celebrations uh across the country as well i love that and so this is since the pandemic right this is this you guys did something last year correct we did. So we had a barbecue, our annual barbecue and vendors fair that we have every year. Um, it has certainly been. So I, I took over as president in 2019. Okay. And so much of sort of my tenure has been uh, marred by COVID. <laughs> um, and so, you know, in 2020, we had to just outright cancel um, Black Pride Week. Um, and then last year in 2021, uh, we were going to sort of have a fuller set of events, but then I think it was Delta variant that, that hit. That, and yeah, I think it was right Delta, on. one of those Greek letters. Um, and so we had to sort of scale back what we were going to do. And what we did was to cancel our in-person events, but still have our uh, annual barbecue because it's an outdoor event that we have at Shinley Park. Um, and so, yeah, COVID has made things more difficult to just build community. It's made it more difficult for us to have events. Um, we've had to be creative about um, doing programming, so doing things online. Um, but I think it's also helped us to, um, you know, when we do have the opportunity to get together, to be excited and be focused and to do something big, like having a concert, which is something we've not done before. Um, so yeah, it's, it's been, COVID's been tough on us as with everyone else, but 
we're, we're trying to make it. Listen, it's one of those you think about, you're like, it's a blur almost, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, you're like, where have like, because I'm guess what, are we coming up on three years or are we in, I don't, sometimes I get yeah. confused. I don't even know. I'm like, I, you it's know, a whole lot and with no end in sight. It's even weird to say in the height, because we're, we're still in a pandemic now. I saw something yeah. called polio, you know, monkey pox, aside from COVID, like, yeah, just coming together and trying to mm-hmm. take us out. You know, mm-hmm. like what is happening? And it's about to be cold and flu season. So, oh yeah, add that yeah. on top. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> like what yeah. is happening? Listen, like that's Mother Nature. She not playing. She said, "Listen, y'all keep messing up. I got something for y'all something for all of us." And I'm like, I, I'm, yeah. I can knock on the ma'am. We hear you. Okay, right, she right. Said, He's up on right. us a little bit. I turned off the lights. I did. I walked, <laughs> I walked to work today. Because so. there's some energy. You know, save the energy. <laughs> For <laughs> real. No, I, yeah, because I'm like, what is happening? You know, so yeah. back on track. One thing about me, right out loud, I can get off track on. <laughs> Listen, I love tangents, I to make so. it a conversation, not so much of a structured interview, because mm-hmm. you know, they get, you know how interviews mm-hmm. are. So, hey. I, um, so for okay, let me look at my notes. So this, so being that this is 2022, this is the first year we are you're going coming back in like full swing, like it's a whole week of starting on Thursday, a whole mm-hmm. week of things. So just give us a quick timeline of. Yeah, sure. So we're going to start with our opening reception. That's going to be on Thursday, July 28th. Um, that's going to be at 5801 Bar, which is in Shadyside. Um, and that's just really an opportunity for folks to get together, to um, just mix and mingle, have some food, uh, listen to some music. Um, that'll be free and open to the public. So anyone is welcome to, to come. Um, and then on Friday, July Thank you. We're looking forward to seeing you. And on July 29th, we are going to be having our first um, big concert uh, at the August Wilson Center. So that's going to be featuring major. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Say that it. again, because I think it cut off. Who are we oh, having? Maya. Maya. Emmy <laughs> Award Award winning. Yes. Maya, y'all. Y'all heard Out that. here giving it. Yes. Uh, Take me there. Falling. It's all about me. All about uh, you know. Just, I, I still got to get my ticket, but I am there as well. Get it? Get it. They're on sale at trustworth.org. I got to get uh, it because I have to be there. Yeah, so we're really excited. So Maya is going to be headlining the concert, um, but we also have some local um, artists as well who are going to be headlining, including Amir White. Shout um, out to Amir. I reached out to Amir to have him on the show. Um I still want him on the show, but mm-hmm. I was like, when he announced that he was uh, going to be the opener, I was like ecstatic for him because I love his music. They circulate; it circulates on. Um, I have a Ryan Out Loud Black Queer and Talented playlist that I mm-hmm. update mm-hmm. constantly on social, oh, nice. on Apple Music. He's on there. Um, mm-hmm. So, and to know him, and to uh, be, we've been friends for years, and to see him thriving and really stepping into his own and uh doing this this is major for him mm-hmm. i am so so excited so yeah to this though you are welcome on Ryan out loud i did reach out you gotta message me back 
<laughs> I'll, I'll tell him when I talk to him. Yes, he got to come on right on my, um, <laughs> I really now that I it probably will be after, but I definitely want to just get his his you know his story, his feedback, and then you know in addition to this big performance. So I am super excited to see him perform. So shout out to Amir. I didn't mean to cut you. Yeah, off. I'm really no. It's all good. I mean, we're really excited to be able to provide a platform for folks from our community to be able to get their music, their face, you know, out there so people can know more about it. And so we were we were really happy to do it and happy that Amir um, and then Divine um, and then Jalen, who is actually from D.C., but who's going to be coming up. Um, and JB Music is um, Jalen's name and then Divine as well, who's a lo- who's here local here in Pittsburgh as well. So we're really excited about it. Miss Money um, and then Chris Balenciaga are going to be hosting um, the night. And so I think it's going to be really exciting. So we, if, I'm really, really excited to um, we're going to. Yeah, we're going to we're going to have a good night. We'll have, uh, you know, a cash bar. Um, there'll be opportunities for folks to take pictures and things like that. Um, a photo booth, one of those little spinning photo booths. I haven't been on one yet. Wait, where? Apparently, Which apparently we're going to have it uh, at the at the concert. We'll um, right. Okay. Also, you know, get cute. Ready for that? I'm ready for that one. Ah, that is exciting. Yeah. So we're excited about that. And so the concert is from seven. It starts at seven. Um, we have an after party um, that starts at 10 or sort of after the concert um, at P-Town. Okay. And then on Saturday is our big um, sort of signature event, which is our community barbecue and vendors fair. We'll have free food, music. We have 30, over 30 actually vendors right. registered. Um, so folks will be able to get health information, screenings. Folks have T-shirts and, you know, treats and all kinds of things that we'll have and a lot of the folks um the vendors again are are people from our community so I love that. really an opportunity to again provide a space um for us to you know be centered in our work um and centered in the celebrations and sort of the resources that emerge from pride week so andre let me tell you how this is big for me um Ryan Alou started in the, you know, in the, at the, actually, I think we, COVID was like just coming, you know, to surface, right? Mm -hmm. And I created this podcast and more and more I sat home. Um, It started out as a form of therapy, but more and more I sat home, I got introduced, you know, on social media to a whole different realm of uh, independent, Black queer independent artists. And Mm -hmm. so it allowed me to shift my focus to be a safe space um, for Black queer creatives. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, being based, not being fully aware of the, the Black queer talented artists, uh, singers, actors, you know, writers of all mediums that are in the world, but here in Pittsburgh, um, mm-hmm. the more, when people start coming out more and going out and I start going to more events and I'm like, you know, networking with different people and they're like, we didn't know this was here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't know that black queer artists were here in Pittsburgh. Right, right. Very honest, Pittsburgh isn't very, when it comes to the gay scene, it's not very strong in our our, our department in the black, mm-hmm. black, mm-hmm. black queers. So when I do find them and connect, I'm like clinging on to any, you know, like, hey, let's <laughs> this uh-huh. connection and let's, you know, 
find more and continue to build. So to have this opportunity with you, um, it's exciting for me because I, I literally, you know, have so many ideas and you know want to <laughs> elaborate with uh -huh. God in the future. So you know, this is this is big for me. So thank you for this opportunity. Yeah, no problem. I have a couple like just side questions for you, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. As you know, and I just briefly touched on it being here in Pittsburgh. Um, how or just period, how important is Black Pride overall? Mm -hmm. I, I think it's really important. Um, I, I think that we, I believe that we are going to save ourselves. And I think we have the resources, skills, ability, talent, and all the things that you can think about to save ourselves. So all of the things that we deal with, whether it's racism or homophobia or HIV or poverty or whatever it is that we as Black LGBT or queer folks, um, you know, contend with because of society, I think we have the, the ability to, to fix all those things and to thrive. I think where we're challenged is that many of those barriers that have historically been there continue to be there um, for us. And so it's harder for us to thrive in ways that other communities who are more privileged can. I think what's also um, challenging specifically about Pittsburgh, and, I, and I'll say this because I'm not from Pittsburgh. I'm, a, I'm an outsider, right? So I'm Where are you from? From Michigan. I'm from Flint, Michigan. Um, okay. And I moved here for, uh, from North Carolina. Okay. So Pittsburgh is very neighborhood-centric, right? So everyone is from a neighborhood. There's that whole saying, people don't cross bridges and tunnels, et cetera. And I think that that sort of insular kind of way of being um, is challenging to build community across neighborhoods in general, but I think it makes it particularly difficult for us Black, gay folks, LGBT folks, because we need it more. We need community more. We need the, the um, power, you know, strength of our power and unity and numbers. And I think that we don't have that. And so it makes things more challenging. And so I think some something like Pittsburgh Black Pride or the other organizations that are out there, True T, True T, and Trans Uniting. Um, you know, there are folks who are out here doing the work. And 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 we need organizations like ours because we need that uniting force. We need people to go out and be able to get resources and then leverage them back into the community. We need, again, to be able to center ourselves in the conversations that are happening in Pride and after Pride. And so we want to be able to be that and be a voice to be able to address the health and social needs um, of our community and do it in a way that is grounded in, in what's really happening. Um, so, you know, one of the things that we try to do now, even though we sell the tickets for Maya, right, let me say that we most of our events, we try to provide free, you know, so that the, you know, we folks don't have to pay because we know that that is a potential barrier for some folks in our community, recognizing the sort of economic racism that that we as Black folks face. So it's really about thinking, how do we um you know, address our needs in our own way. And then, but also leveraging resources that are out there, some of them from predominantly white organizations or heterosexual organizations, because we we can do 
you know, we can do really great. We do great things already with all the barriers that we face. We can do really, really great things um, if we're given the chance and the resources. And so our organizations like ours really are a, a way to be able to utilize resources to then, you know, address our needs, whatever they may be. Yes. Wow. Right. Because it's not always about, you know, there's a whole lot of doom and gloom um, because there's a lot of tough things that we face, a lot of traumas that we have as individuals and the community. But we also need to have fun and and have joy and celebrate. Um, And so that's something like, you know, bring Maya and, you know, given that kind of like, oh, okay, let me. Yeah, let's have some fun. Yeah, exactly. And let me go cut a rug afterwards. Okay. At the party, you know, so because I think that those things are important. I, I absolutely agree. And it's funny you saying that, like, you know, the fun aspect, right? Um, that makes me think of media um, mm-hmm. in that form. You see our stories, um, air quotes, y'all, you guys can mm-hmm. see that I have air quotes um, <laughs> being, you know, written and performed portrayed and you know always in a like interracial relationship which there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that but sometimes mm-hmm. it's, we want to see our own okay um we want to see our own and we want to mm-hmm. read our stories that are yes you know not everybody has daisies and flowers and sunshine mm-hmm. but there's more to a black queer individual lgbt to an individual than just the trauma there's joy mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, so i always feel like stories are important to you know our stories are important and need to be told and need to be you know ex- executed by our own so yeah and i mean i think it's how we survived right like i when you think about the creativity that has come from black gay queer folk whether that be you know fashion or music or sort of literary in terms of authors and writing. I mean, all across the board, when you think about creatives, like gay people in general, across the board, like we we got it. Like we are trendsetters. A lot of things that we have been doing in our communities for years, you know, the hetero folks Just catching, on. catching on, right? And they're like, oh, okay, yes. I'm like, we go, yeah, like we've been like, girl, that, girl that was, that's, 20 years ago. So, but, but I think, right. It's all, it's those things that have helped us to deal with the traumas, to deal with the marginalizations, to deal with the sort of hate that we have experienced just because who we are. It's the same reason why black folks in the context of whiteness are very creative. And while you see our culture in every thing that is American and yet we aren't given the credit for it and then we also aren't then given the humanity um, that we should just be afforded just because we're human beings but they love our music they love the way we dress and talk and you know all of those things and so again being able to facilitate processes of joy for us you know, knowing what we're facing as a community is is critically it's it's a form of resistance, and it's and we have to be able to always because shit gonna be fucked up. Like, let me be like we grow, we get better, things are you know improving, but as we've seen right with the Supreme Court who has decided to you know um, alienate people's 
individual rights to do what they want with their body. We're not safe. We're not safe in white supremacist, heterosexist society. And so we always have to be able to check the fight that we have to put up against trauma and marginalization with joy and rest and peace um, because those things are important. Um, and what's going to help us to keep surviving and ultimately thrive as people in a community. Listen, Andre's going to take over the rest of this episode. <laughs> He's speaking nothing but like, and I'm sitting here like smiling and shaking my head because <laughs> everything how I've, I've I've everything I've said or either to like a friend or you know in one of my random rants or previous episodes of Ryan Out Loud um you know being a black queer creative is it gets it can be hard you know especially yeah. when you're out here doing this shit on your own mm-hmm. and you see somebody that's mediocre no shade you know that's mediocre <laughs> and um uh, you know, other color or, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. getting that recognition, you know, recognition, you're like, damn, I'm doing the same thing or mm-hmm. doing the same thing, but why can't, it, like I said, I can yeah. get on the subject all day, but mm-hmm. Andre, my, I'm going to wrap it up. I won't hold you long. Cause like I said, this man is busy. Okay. I'm taking a nap. Uh, let me tell you. <laughs> you got to. <laughs> Didn't you I just tell to. you, I just, I can't just go on the whole diet all day. Oh, soapbox about rest and then not go get so I am. I'm going to rest afterwards. Okay. We love a, we love a good after work nap. Okay. <laughs> we'll hit, they hit Listen, I'll nap whenever. Uh, okay. Now, 15 guys, minutes. It's one of those, like, now that we're, you know, older, I'm like, why did I fight those naps? Mm-hmm. I I'll be honest. I've always liked to nap. You, my mama will tell me she'd be like, "You, you always like to sleep." Yes, yes, I have. Uh, and I got, I got to high school and college, and that's when I really took advantage of those naps. But when mm-hmm. I was younger, younger, I'm like, "Why did mm-hmm. I?" Do that? <laughs> you, know, you didn't know any better. That's you, all. you, you know, you got to learn something. Because and the nap is my friend. Because otherwise, I just wouldn't make it. Um, Literally, like coffee and a prayer at this point, you know. <laughs> coffee and a prayer. Okay. <laughs> so, Andre, my question to you, and I have two two kind of mm-hmm. questions. One's for speaking on the the organization, and then this is this the second question will be for you because I always end it, but I'll get to. It. So, outside of just this week, right? Black, you guys are working constantly all year round, but mm-hmm. as you know, it's limited for us, right? And I'm mean, us, I mean, Black queers here in Pittsburgh as like safe spaces or just mm-hmm. you know, places to go to just hang out or see our own um, or hear our music. You know, there's nothing wrong, you know, no shade to anybody at P-Town 5801 or any of those, but like, I don't know how long you've been in the area, but we had films, uh, images, and there's another mm-hmm. one, my brain won't, Jax was one. Yeah. Um, and there was another one as well. Yeah. So yeah. Like, you know, and all of those spaces are gone. Mm-hmm. All of those spaces are gone. There is no longer, unless like we, you know, do something like, uh, you know, like I saw, I don't, I know it's not the official after party, but it's true is hosting. Um, They're bringing back films for the night, mm-hmm. like the late, late night after the mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, aside from that, but creating like a, a space, what is your, what is your intention? What is your goal? What is your, what is the future of Black, of Pittsburgh Black Pride? What does that look like? 
Yeah, so I think it, it is really around being able to continue uh, addressing health and social wellness for um, Black LGBT folks. And, and sort of health in, is a very broad um, construct that really, you know, cuts across all kinds of um, facets. But for us, it's about um, continuing to have more continuity in our programming. So not just doing Pittsburgh Black Pride Week and then a kind of few events throughout the year, but at least having something once a month so that folks will have uh, and that a variety of things. So right going bowling or, you know, having some kind of financial success series or um, doing like a, a coat drive or food drive for our communities in the winter months, like those types of things um, that I think will, again, allow us to address some important and kind of more serious uh, issues in our community, but will also intersperse those things with fun and, and, a, and a chance just to build community um, as well. So that's my hope. Um, I'm also hoping that we can continue to grow the partnerships that we have with um, other organizations, particularly the Black LGBT yeah. organizations that exist. So over the past um, year, we've done a couple of, uh, co-sponsored a couple of events with True T, like we did a um, self-defense workshop. Okay. Uh, and then we also did this um, uh, physical activity slash mental wellness uh, workshop that we did as well. So those were a couple of events that we've done. Um, but, you know, I would love to work with Sisters PGH more. I would love for us to work with Trans Uniting. We're actually going to be working with Trans Uniting and True T and A3 Pittsburgh and a few other organizations, uh, PERSAD, um, on this um, HIV awareness sort of art theme day party that we're planning for October. Um, so that is an opportunity. But really, you know, I think that we have to work together. As I said, we really um, can't afford to be siloed and separated in our efforts because we're trying to achieve liberation. Now, how we might do that may look differently. And so that's why I'm not saying like, oh, we need to collapse all the organizations and work together. Because for example, True T, or sorry, not True T, but Trans Uniting and Sisters PGH focus on, you know, trans individuals and non-binary folks. And while we want to be inclusive of that community within Pittsburgh Black Pride, we are no way going to think that we are, you know, uh, experts or as equipped to address the issues of that particular um, part of the community in the same way that they would be. So for us, it's about how do we partner? How do we support? How do we, you know, unite our efforts um, to ensure that we're all getting to where we want to be, which is to just be free to be who we are. And so that's my goal for us moving forward is that we do more consistent programming. And in that, we're having more collaborations, particularly with the other um, Black LGBT led organizations in the city and Andre let me just kind of like professionally shoot my shot and say as much as a resource that I can be at Ryan Out Loud Ryan Lewis as an individual to you know support anyway I don't have the biggest following and I'm gonna say yet you know mm -hmm. as it to grow mm -hmm. but know that this you know because we're here we're home this is Pittsburgh right. and I'm always down to you know support in any way 
informed and I can. So just know, you know, you have my email. I'll even give you my number. Just any way I can support, you have me. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I really do. And I think, again, this is what we need. It's just really for us to want to be able to talk more, to just connect, because I think a lot of times great things just come kind of organically out of synergy that happens when people are in the same spaces and are talking about what they bring to the table and where their interests and skills lie um, and, and, and really being able to dream about how those things can work yes. so with one another. So I'm trying to, you know, as, as a host and as a, you know, you know, doing executing to curate my own events. I'm trying, I want to educate myself, educate myself more on in the community and how, you know, with health and mental health is always big, you know, it was a big base mm -hmm. when I ran out loud started. So that's always going to be, you know, important. Mm -hmm. so yeah, I definitely appreciate your time. Um, this moment, you know, I thank you again. Yeah, that's no me. problem. And thank you for having me. 27 years. Like that's yeah, fun. yeah. I'm excited. Amazing. <laughs> amazing. So we're just gonna shoot our shot 30 if we're gonna have Beyonce, right? Oh yes, we are. You know, we are gonna be all the money. So we might not start saving our coins. Yeah, we gotta start uh, <laughs> gotta start uh fundraising now. Listen, bake some pies and sell some dinners. <laughs> we might get there. We might get there. But I do think, you know, we've we've learned a lot. There are certainly things to have to be learned about throwing a concert, <laughs> uh, right? Sure so it's been a learning experience. There yeah. is, it has been, you know, and so these are things that we can um, move forward um, and, and continue to build on. And so that was always my goal coming in was to, again, do more consistent programming and really get us to a place to where we're stronger from an organization and infrastructure perspective. And so I think we're getting there. And I think that this will hopefully um put Pittsburgh Black Pride more in the spotlight and will also get more people to be involved because, you know, we need the community to be involved. Um, there's a lot of work to be done. Um, and, you know, there are a, a few of us who are doing a lot of the work, you know, in, in different uh, organizations and we can all be supported. Um, so, you know, it is doing, and it's about doing what you can, like, where's your skill? You know, where's your passion? Where's your interest? And thinking about how that might be something that could be beneficial to the community and, and the work that we're doing. So I, I think anyone can be involved and anyone can make a important contribution to, you know, moving us forward as a community. Moving us forward, I love that. So you, Andre, as an individual, I'm gonna wrap it up here. I always end Ryan out loud with the question on what, what advice would you give to your younger self? What advice would you give? Ooh, oh, um, so, oh, there's so much that I would say. Um, I, I, I would say that, um, I, I would tell my younger self that, um, it's okay to be vulnerable. Uh, I think that's so much because so much of our lives as Black folks, as LGBT folks, as for myself, someone who grew up in, in poverty, um, there is always, you know, um, 
traumas and bad things that happen and things that we experience that don't go our way and and hopes and dreams that are dashed all along the way and and it can harden you um and as a protective mechanism so i don't say it as a bad thing to say hard because hardness has saved a lot of people's lives but i think that it also that hardness can make you miss it can make you miss, you know, people who are blessings and, and can, who can really breathe, you know, new life and fresh air into your circumstance. Um, and so, you know, I would just tell myself to like, you know, be careful and take care of yourself, but always be vulnerable, always be willing to like love and be joyful, even when it doesn't seem like that the world wants that from you and the world tries to beat it out of you literally or figuratively right there's there's beauty and vulnerability because it allows you to grow and experience things that you might not um, when you you aren't vulnerable so ladies and gentlemen andre brown the president of the black black gay pride black pride association let me get my Wow, get my names right. The Pittsburgh Black Pride Association and Black Pride Week is from July 28th to the 30th. I will have everything posted on my Ryan Out Loud podcast page. Make sure you guys, if you're here in the Pittsburgh area or even outside listening, come support, come just enjoy just being Black and queer and of the LGBT community and just celebrate love and health and music. And yeah. And have a good time. Yeah. So as I said, everything's free. The concert, the tickets are on sale at trustarts.org. Um, we hope to have everyone. Um, PGHBlackPride.org is our website. Um, and we are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So you can always follow us there as well. You heard it there. And always remember, you guys, Black Lives Matter, Black Queer Lives Matter, and Black Trans Lives Matter. Thank you for listening to this special episode of Ryan Out Loud, and y'all be safe. Sending y'all love and good energy.